when I started to really learn about what is photography and how do people make money and what do people expect, I always kind of had it in the back of my mind that there would be a day where I would feel somehow burdened by photography or pressured by it and that day never really came I and I think because I I think that I accidentally empowered myself in the beginning like I was not setting out to do that but I created this style that was really weird and started a lot of controversy and because of working my way through that I sort of had this feeling like nothing matters I can do anything and as long as I do it with integrity and passion then it's gonna be fine and that was the real blessing of of creating dark, creepy work right from the get-go was that I had to just let go of any insecurities or accept them and then fail at what I was doing. Hey everyone, welcome to the We Are Photographers podcast from Creative Live. I'm your host, Kenna Klosterman, bringing you true stories from behind the lens and behind the lives of your favorite photographers, filmmakers, and creative industry game changers. From their wins to their struggles, we get the real human stories about why they do what they do. I believe there is something to learn from everyone's story. So if you're ready to join us in the hustle, listen, get inspired, and discover why in the end the creative journey is all worth it. Brooke Shaden is an award-winning self-portrait artist, a motivational speaker and educator, a Sony artisan of imagery, and a writer. She runs the Promoting Passion Convention and co-founded Lightspace, a photography school for survivors of human trafficking and gender-based violence in both India and Thailand. In this episode, Brooke shares how she accidentally became a photographer, even though she didn't feel a connection to the medium at all when she started. We explore self-doubt, letting go of pride, and the fear of declaring herself a writer, which I finally twist her arm to do. We also find out what her tattoo says that is based on the book that she is most obsessed with. This is We Are Photographers with Brooke Shaden, and this is her story. I've always wanted to be a writer, so I I don't know if anyone has ever had this experience, if you've ever had this experience of you want something so bad, but you don't see yourself as that thing yet. And so you're sort of waiting until one day you feel like it's coming true. And that's how I feel right now in my life about writing, even though I've never published anything, I don't have any like tangible reason to feel like I'm a writer. I just got really serious about it recently and I've been writing every day and brainstorming every day. So what I'm most excited about is the feeling of waking up and thinking that now I am this thing that my whole life I've wanted to be. And that could look like a thousand different things. So every day I'm just experimenting and playing and seeing where it takes me and and just letting that passion guide me instead of trying to guide it, which is so important. So as a, as a photographer, Did you feel the same way? You know, I actually did it the opposite with photography. I did not want to be a photographer. I had no interest in it. And then it just sort of was there. And I was one. And I don't know exactly when that happened or when I started seeing myself that way. It just felt really natural very suddenly. I very much went into my adult life saying, I hate photography. I would never want to be a photographer. And then one day it just fit and and then it happened. So yeah, so it was very much opposite for me. Um, and I, I almost, when I look back at my life so far, I feel like I sort of went off 
the railroad tracks a little like I wanted to be a writer and I was going to be a writer and I got a degree in English and then bam I just wasn't and I did something else entirely which I still love and is a huge passion but just such a different way that life went. Take me back to the day you said there was a day that all of a sudden you were a photographer was there an image that you created and you said oh this is it. You know, the funny thing is that I, I feel like the that day was the first day that I took a picture. And I mean, my first picture was a lot different from a lot of people's first pictures in that it was very much stylized and a concept and like really thought out. And I wasn't just experimenting. I had a vision. And when I made that first picture, I thought, this is it. I'm a photographer. Like it, it wasn't even a doubt. And I think that it wasn't a doubt because I didn't know anything about it. So I didn't have those constraints in my mind of, well, a photographer does this or a photographer's supposed to look like this. So I made a picture and thought, oh, great, I'm a photographer. I guess this is how it works. <laughs> and if I had thought about it or had a background in it or studied it at all, I might have been a lot more doubting with myself and my career path, but I wasn't. I think as creatives, so much of what gets in our way is that doubt yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. I didn't know what was good or bad or what professional people did or even the types of businesses that you could have as a photographer. I just thought, okay, I made some creepy piece of art that must make me an artist and that must make me a photographer. It was great. So you're dark and you say creepy work. I, I think it's maybe dark. Maybe um, I see it as inward looking. Uh, yeah. but, but you do a lot of and, and full of depth and soul. You do a lot of self-portraiture in that. Yes. Well, you know, that actually came from criticism, that decision, because I started out with self-portraiture just because it was so easy, because I didn't have to talk to people. I didn't have to share my vision. It was great. And and I only realized after that, maybe a few months into it, that people started saying, why is there always the same person in your work? So I thought, well, maybe I should talk about how this is a self-portrait. And I did. And then people started saying, well, that makes you a narcissist. And, and why can't you use other people? And what, what about other characters and things like that? And I started to get really scared that my work was falling short of some... I don't know, uh, idea that society would have about what it should be or whatever that might look like. And, and I started to think, okay, I'm going to use other people. So I did. And I went out and I found models and I found other people to be featured and, and it was fine and it was fun, but I never felt the same connection to those works that I did when it was myself. And I thought, you know, if it feels natural to me to do this and I feel like I'm expressing something necessary from within, then that must mean that someone else will connect with it better that way too. So I just said, you know what, from now on, that's what I am. I'm going to call myself a self-portrait artist and think what you want about it. But at best, I'm going to educate people about it. And at worst, then, you know, people won't care. So that's fine. You'd already decided that you didn't care what people think. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the most liberating thing. I mean, I, and Sometimes my friends don't like that I say this, but I love to tell people that nothing matters because it really doesn't. You know, like you can do the weirdest thing in the world for a photo. You can do something controversial. And at the end of the day, if you have good intention, intentions and you feel the passion and the integrity in it, 
honestly, I mean, who cares? Nothing matters that much. It's just so freeing to think that, that really it doesn't matter. It is. I mean, some people spend their whole life trying to get to that point and realization. And I think it often comes with age and wisdom. So it's such a beautiful thing that you were able to do that even at a a ripe young age. And that's a huge piece of wisdom for everybody. It is good to learn. But my friends like to say that I'm Benjamin Buttoning. They think that I'm just going backwards and age. So one day I will lose all wisdom and and revert to my baby self, I think. I want to dive a little bit deeper into the the self-portrait artist and um, a lot of your work, all of it, your face isn't shown. Yeah, almost all of it. Yeah. Why? You know, okay, so this goes back to when I the first time that I picked up my camera, I knew that I had some aversion to photography. I just didn't feel a connection with it. And I started to realize, I I really asked myself, what is it that's so off-putting to me about photography? Which now I don't feel that way. But at the time I did, and it was that I was looking at a lot of models' faces. And because I was looking at their faces, I felt like I was looking at the model. And I was really interested in art that told a story and that didn't draw attention to itself as the medium. So when I kept seeing fashion photography and lifestyle photography with a lot of faces in it, I just, I could only think about that person in the picture and not the story of the picture. So I went into it thinking, well, first, I don't want to show my face anyways, because I just don't feel like that's what, what the intent here is. And then second, if I can hide my face, then people will be more likely to see the story of the image and not the person in the image. And I felt that that was where I wanted the focus to shift to. A lot of times in in portraiture, say, people are going for that uh, wanting to connect with a person and see their soul through their yeah. eyes, through that eye yes. contact. But without that, without that face, it is, like you said, it's not about the person. It's probably, it's the emotion. It's the story. So yeah. how do you, with your images, because often they are very elaborate, if you will, um, and you go to all kinds of lengths, cutting mattresses <laughs> in half and filling rooms <laughs> with sand and all kinds of things that I've seen personally. Um, yeah. But how does the concept, because it is conceptual, uh, how do you get there from from idea, where does that start, to the, the final image? Well, actually, this ties in nicely with writing because I was always most inspired by literature and love to think about symbolism and theme as just every time I read a book, that's where my mind went. And it felt very natural to do that with photography, too, to instead of saying, okay, I've got... Uh, an interesting room or an interesting prop or anything like that, I really like to start with this theme. Like, what what is the central message of what this picture will convey? And then symbolically, how can I portray that? Not just what is the prop, what is the location, but if I have a prop, what does that prop symbolize? Or what does this room symbolize? Let's say just like there was an umbrella in a picture. It's never just there because it looks nice or because it's blocking the sun or whatever people might use an umbrella for. It's there because an umbrella is a universal symbol for protection. And that says something to anybody in any culture looking at that picture. So I tried to think symbolically and and with theme. And once I've sort of gotten down the theme, then the symbols come very naturally. And that naturally translates into props, which then moves on to location. And it all sort of starts to build on itself. But it's all informing the theme for me. How much of your imagery then is created then in post-processing and in the after part? Well, you know, it 
It definitely depends, but I would say that the heart of everything that I do is that I shoot as much as possible all at once myself. And that's why it's always a little bit weird when somebody tells me, you're not a photographer, you're a digital artist. And I feel like that is such an insult to digital artists because I don't know any of what they do. I'm, I know very basic tools. So, um, so my process is to shoot as much as I can in person, even if it's from different locations. And I'm always just using the simplest methods to blend in Photoshop and sort of create a color signature. So I would say that while my shooting process is very fast, it's still the crux of what I need to do to be able to achieve anything later. How does color affect your work in terms of how people feel? Oh my gosh, it's massive. And I never even thought about this until quite recently, actually, the effects that a certain color signature will have on an image. I tend to, and this goes back to my love of painting, actually, and not wanting to be a photographer, but I love to skew my colors so that they're not what you would see naturally represented in the world, but so it still looks natural. So a common thing that I do is add a lot of yellow to the highlights of my images and a lot of blue to the shadows of my images. And by creating this sort of naturally colored but very skewed environment, I think that it transports viewers to a slightly different headspace where, yes, it looks like our world. Maybe this could be represented at sunset or sunrise or something like that with these colors, but it takes away the black and white point from the image. And by taking away a true black and white point, you take away that photographic feeling. And if you don't feel like you're looking at a photograph, then I my hope is that you can sort of look past the medium and see the message. That's absolutely what I feel when I look at your work. And so I want to translate that, talk about your writing then and, and yeah. what similarities there might be, what differences there might be. Very yeah. introspective, um, dark, as you say. Is that similar to your writing? Yes, definitely. Um, I've always had a very naturally poetic way of writing prose and I love to really deep dive into a specific description of something visual, which makes a lot of sense now that I'm looking back at my photo career and seeing the connection with how I always wrote. Um, I love to write as poetically as possible about very minute things that a photographer would pick up where you looking at a picture or you're trying to compose an image, but the normal person walking down the street would never notice that thing. And I think that as photographers, we've all had that experience of seeing something that nobody else notices and everyone around you is like, come on, what are you doing? What are you looking at? And, and only we see it. And that's how I feel in my writing. Like I'm walking around this space and I'm noticing things that other people won't see. And then I'm going to write about that as beautifully as I can, which is debatable at this point because you know I haven't done anything yet but um but I'm I'm sure I'm gonna try <laughs> why do you say you haven't done anything yet if you've been well <laughs> known that you've been a writer for a very long time and that you are working on it every day well you know what that's actually I think that's probably pointing to a much bigger issue that I and probably a lot of creatives have, which is I haven't published a book yet. So what right do I have to say that I've done this or I am this and something that I'm working through every single day and recognizing that just because I haven't published my novel yet doesn't mean that I haven't been a writer for all these years, whether it's through articles or my blog or posts on social media, because, you know, we, we tend to sort of 
take that as a throwaway, what we're writing on social media. But honestly, there is so much heart and soul that goes into that, that I've been a practicing writer for the last 10 years since I've been a photographer. What will it take by the end of this conversation for me to get you to say, I'm a writer? (laughs) Can you do it? I think I can do it. But but it's it's funny because, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, sure, I'm a writer because I write blog posts and because I write these things. And there's always a qualifier like I am this because of this. And what really needs to happen is I need to say I am a writer, period, not because of anything, but just it's in me. And that's why. And yeah, so I'm changing now. Will you do it? Yes, I'm a writer, period. Amen. Rick Shaden, you're a writer. <laughs> yes, I did it. So let's circle back around to congratulations, first of all, for saying that. Thank you. Does it feel different to you just now to to say I am a writer, full stop? It does a little bit. And I I think it's because there's been so much anticipation to build up to that. You know, like from the time I was really little, that was my ambition was to be a writer. And I only derailed because of photography. Gosh, darn it. So I think we I mean, so many people say we're the biggest things in our own way. Yeah. And so it's just so interesting that you didn't have that block with photography that you do with writing, but that's expectations that you've perhaps put on yourself, but you didn't care what other people think with photography. Do you think, do you think you care what other people think about your writing? I think I probably do. Um, I, I spent three years writing a novel and I finished it and I got 80,000 words in and I was really proud of it. And then I sent that off to an editor and And the response was basically, you think you wrote a book, but you really didn't write a book. You just wrote a very long summary of what your book could be. And I loved that feedback because it was, it was, it knocked me down a notch, of course, because I thought, well, just like photography, I'll just pick up my pen and I'll just do it. And then something like something will blossom from there. And I realized that what came very naturally to me with photography in terms of technique and sensibility about composition and lighting and things like that did not come naturally to me with writing. And I realized that not every craft is the same. And I just, I have to go back to being a student. And that was last June. So it's been a a year now that I'm talking to you. And, um, and in that last year, I have read over 40 books and I've taken journals and journals of notes and watched lectures and learned how to write, you know, about writing structure and novel structure. And 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 I think that I never properly had that experience with photography. And it's just a different beast. I can write very naturally. You know, I, I talk to a lot of people who say, I sit down to write a blog post and it just doesn't come and I just can't get it out. And, and I sit down to write a blog post, like I'm eating candy. Like it's, it just, there it is, you know, and I gobble it up and, um, and I can do that very naturally. So I know that some part of me is a very natural writer, but the part of writing that I think creates impact is structure. And I don't have that at all. So, so I'm, I have let go of any pride that I have and I'm, I've, I've totally laid myself on the floor to work my way up and become just a master of this new craft. Which is really exciting. Yeah, it's so exciting. Oh my gosh, like I wake up every day just beaming from excitement because it's a new day that I get to learn more about this thing that I love. And that's passion. 
Yes, it is. It is. I, I wish that I could bottle it and give it out to people because I think it's like I've, I've got too much buzzing in my chest and I should probably release a little bit. I think you do bottle it up and give it to other people, Brooke. Oh, That's what thanks. you do. <laughs> I, would, I would love that. Whether, whether that's in your photography or clearly in your writing, whether that's your social post, whether that's your uh, your classes that you give, whether that's your conference that you run that has the word passion in it, um, yeah. whether it's the organizations that you work with all around the world, um, you definitely bottle up some greatness that is Brooke Shaden. Thank you. That is so nice of you to say. So Brooke, you you said you've read 40 books um, about the writing process. Well, um, actually, more so just novels. I mean, oh. I have read a lot about the writing process too, but um, I, I found that I was reading a lot of books about how to write and it wasn't resonating with me. So instead I took the basic knowledge from those books and just started reading novel after novel after novel and then dissecting them and figuring out characterization and plot and stuff like that. And in that same way, actually, I feel like this is how I taught myself Photoshop because I started, like, you know, I went online and I was like, how to use Photoshop, you know, and then it's so overwhelming and you just get all these details and you're like, which ones do I need and what's important? But what I did instead was I went into Photoshop and I said, okay, I've got an image now this specific thing needs to happen. How do I figure out how to do that? And that's how it's been with reading is, you know, maybe I'll think, okay, I don't have a grasp on plot yet. So for this book, I'm just going to really focus on plot. And then I learn what I need and I move on to the next thing. So that's been really good. So let's bring that back around then to to photography and maybe a piece of advice for those people who consider themselves photographers or don't yet, um, but it's not coming as naturally to them to understand what style they want to be or what type of work they want to do. And so what kind of advice do you have for people in terms of, of establishing that? Well, you know, the first thing, in my opinion, is to be very honest with yourself about what sets you apart from other people. Because I think that half of us are scared to admit what sets us apart because maybe it's not a pretty thing or maybe it is and it doesn't seem interesting enough but to just be so honest about you know if you were going to stand in a group of people what's one thing that would would just stand you apart from everyone and then if you're thinking to yourself there is nothing about me that's interesting there is nothing about me that stands out then you're asking yourself the wrong question of what is my style? Because the first question needs to be that process of discovery of what makes me, me. Once you know that, you can put that into any style you want, into any medium that you want, any craft, it doesn't matter. So for me, the process of discovering my style was the process of discovering myself. Once I discovered who I am, then I could easily channel that into visuals. And maybe you are multifaceted and you have many styles. And you know what? So what? People get so freaked out about, I have to have this one style and this has to be the thing that I do for the rest of my life. And I, I firmly believe in the idea that we should live and die a thousand times in this life and that we should pursue what we want in the moment that we want to pursue it. And then when we're done with that, we put that away and we pursue the next thing. I mean, there's just... 
people say that this life is short. I completely disagree. I, I feel like we've got so much time to, to pursue what we want, and there's no better way to spend that time. What a beautiful sentiment, Brooke. <laughs> I would love to ask um, for one practical, whether it's a book, whether it's a habit, whether it's a podcast uh, that has allowed you or that you would recommend for people to help them discover who they are as a person. Oh, that's a good one. Gosh, because now we're getting into science fiction. I could talk all day. Goodness gracious. Um, the the first book that I felt like I was reading about myself was Dune by Frank Herbert. And I've been obsessed with it ever since. And I have a tattoo of it tattooed on my arm. And so my tattoo says fear is the mind killer. And that was the first time that I had read a book that made me feel like I could be braver than I am. And that was a really good realization. And it's funny how directly that ties into my photography work because I was a person who was constantly afraid of everything, every minute thing. And when I read that book and I saw that the the heart of that book was about fear and overcoming fear, I felt like I was reading about the person that I want to be, but not who I was yet. So my reaction to that book guided me into creating dark work that scares me so that I could overcome that and be that person that I read about in the book. So that's just one piece of media that had a massive impact on me. And I mean, there have been so many more, especially in the last year now that I'm reading a lot. And um, for everyone out there, if you have a lot of fear, check out Dune. Yes. What about the movie? Is the book? Oh, no, 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 no. no. (laughs) Don't watch the movie, please. The miniseries is okay, but gosh, no. (laughs) Well, Brooke, I just want to say thank you so much. Uh, Where's your favorite place for people to connect with you, to follow you, to see what you're up to? Um, my blog is great, um, promotingpassion.com, and um, and I'm on Instagram a lot, so my handle is just Brooke Shaden. Perfect. Well, thank yeah. you again. Well, thank you. I loved this. Thank you so much. I'm Kenna Klosterman, and you've been listening to the We Are Photographers podcast from Creative Live. At Creative Live, we believe that there's a creator and a photographer in all of us. And yes, that means you. If you're looking to get fresh perspectives, inspiration, or skills to boost your hobbies, business, or life, we've got a class or two, or actually thousands, for you to check out. So just head over to creativelive.com. And while you're there, search Brooke Shaden to find all of her Creative Live classes become one of the 30,000 plus students who have transformed their own work by taking Brooke's epic Fine Art Photography, The Complete Guide Bootcamp. If you haven't already, subscribe to the We Are Photographers podcast wherever it is that you get your favorite podcasts. We would also love to hear what you think by posting a review. You can follow Creative Live on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook to connect with our world-class educators and, of course, your fellow creator community all over the globe. So thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week for another episode of We Are Photographers.